Good evening. We are in chapter 4 of the book of Hosea, and we've just been looking at this picture of how God loves us and how God will allow us to go through things um, to reach those people that are so hard to reach because uh, no matter how much we fail or no matter how much we try, God loves and continues to pursue us. And I think that's very, very important because we uh, are all guilty of running from God. We can all be guilty of, of doubting God. We can all be guilty of um, not loving God like we should. And so we see here that God loves the children of Israel, excuse me, so much that he uses Hosea and Gomer as this picture. And last night we started looking that God says, these are the things that are not being done that will bring God's judgment or correction in your life. And tonight we are going to see not only what we shouldn't do, but God begins to talk about the things that are going on that shouldn't be going on. And so it's kind of like in a courtroom. This is what hasn't been happening, but yet should have been happening. And then he goes on and shows what is going on. So there's no truth. There's no mercy. There is no love or recognition of God at all. And this is what that has been filled with. Listen here in verse 2. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed after bloodshed. Therefore the land will mourn and everyone who dwells there will waste away with the beast of the field and the birds of the air. Even a fish of the sea will be taken away. Now, I want to be clear that this passage of Scripture is talking to Israel, but it is applicable in your life and in your marriage and in our country. And so in our country, there should be truth, mercy, and a knowledge of God. In our life, there should be truth, mercy, and a love of God. But what do we see in our country today, in most families, in most lives? We see swearing. Just think about the vulgarity and the taking of the Lord's name in vain that we see on television, that we hear in public. I can remember one time being a, a, a young person, I can't remember how old I was, and I was with, uh, I can't remember who it was, and a gentleman was using foul language in front of some ladies. And I'll never forget that that older gentleman said, there are some things, young man, that you do not say in front of a lady. And this idea that swearing and swearing by God and taking the Lord's name in vain is everywhere. You cannot watch television. You can't 
sit uptown. You can't do anything without hearing the vulgarity and swearing of most people. But he goes on and says, and so not only is there truth, there is swearing and lying. If you've ever turned on the news, I'm talking about all of the news. I'm talking about CNN, Fox News, MS. They're all liars. None of them like to tell the truth. And so we are watching politicians. We are watching businesses. We are watching the government. Everybody has become a lie factory. It doesn't matter how much they want to lie as long as they accomplish their purpose. And so we are seeing that in our country today, in our lives today. It goes on killing and stealing. Think about that. Think about the amount of murders. Now, this might sound political, but it is not in any shape or form. In the biggest cities in America today, in the cities with the strictest gun control and the most overwhelmingly liberal, anti-Second Amendment people, uh, there are more murders Chicago is having murders every weekend, um, the other big cities. And it is because it is not a gun issue. It's a heart issue. Those are also some of the most secular places in our country. And so where truth and mercy are gone, you see swearing and killing and stealing. Theft and robbery are on an all-time high. You've probably watched places like California where they have made it a non-punishable offense to steal things under $1,000. And you're watching videos, probably like I am, of people just walking into liquor stores and walking into grocery stores and walking into clothing stores and carrying out hundreds of dollars of merchandise and no one doing anything because it's not even considered a punishable crime. And so we see that. We think about the government, how much money they steal and waste from the American people. We're living in a society that is fitting into what God says is going to bring judgment. And so there's no truth, there's no mercy, there's no knowledge, there is swearing, there is lying, there is killing, there's stealing and committing adultery. The sacredness of marriage is gone to the majority of Americans, whether it is pornography, whether it is an affair, whether it is premarital sex, this idea of faithfulness is gone. And I'm not just talking about sexual adultery here. I'm talking about adultery to God. How many people who claim to be Christians are too busy to even come to church. Too busy to even read their Bible. Too busy to take any time for the things of God. They have committed adultery against God. But listen to what it says. They break all restraint. And we're seeing that in today. Lawlessness. Lawlessness. And friends, I want you to hear this tonight. And, and I say this because it shows us how much God loves us in spite of us. God could have judged America just like he did Sodom and Gomorrah. 
but he hasn't. He's given us another chance, another day, another opportunity. Tonight, God could have judged you and I when we were wicked, just like he did Ananias and Sapphira when he struck them dead. He could have brought judgment on us like so many people in the Old Testament and New. But today, if you're listening to my voice, God has given you another chance. He's given you another opportunity. Maybe you've not loved him and cared for him and and taken him seriously, but you're still alive and God's giving you another chance. You say, Jake, but I've made a mess of things. So did the children of Israel. But yet God is giving them a message that judgment's coming, but I really want you to get right. And so when you look at that person in town that's not a Christian and makes your life miserable, remember, God's giving them another chance. When that prodigal in your family is running from God, you remember, God can give them another chance. And so as we see how broken and messed up things are tonight, and hopefully the Lord's convicting you and I of these things if they're in our life, remember the message of this book is a reminder to show them how much God loves them, even though they've been wicked. And that God loves you tonight, even when you stumble and fall. And so as always, I pray that the Lord will bless you and be with you. And I look forward again tomorrow night for the privilege of being with you. And so may God richly bless you and your family.